Hi everybody, it's Penny here from Molise Matters. Today I'm going to talk about wildlife in Molise and that's everything from scorpions and snakes to red deer and badgers. And really, it's such an amazing place here and I keep using that word amazing so I'll have to find some new words to replace it. The the diversity in wildlife is is as much as you would expect to see certainly in the UK and I'm sure across the United States and elsewhere in Europe but here over a small area unfortunately much has been destroyed by hunters um, so and and people that don't really appreciate perhaps the beauty of the region that we do have but there are many people too who like me and like many others do love do love Molise and all it has to offer. As my friend Carlo Mia, who runs the nature reserve at um, Casa Calenda, and he he is very much, and his wife Angela, who are very much lovers of of nature, and many others that follow in their footsteps, and certainly followed by their example. I hadn't realised until searching through the internet today that there are actually some red deer left here, although obviously not very many. And these are the ones that have been spotted certainly recently are up in the up in Acernia, where there's a still a lot of forest. There's also some chamois, uh, which will be in, again in those regions high up where the sort of mountain, more mountainous areas. But here we've got an incredible diversity. Frogs, for example, frogs and toads. We had a toad, we have a toad that lives just outside our house. And it is only a a common frog, a Europe, not a frog, sorry, a toad, a European toad. He's large and very spotty. Uh, Probably if I hold out my fist, which is about the ordinary size of a woman's fist, he's about the size of my fist. And he... He, I don't know where he goes, although he seems to live in the, and the drains near my house. You might not be a lover of snakes, as, as many people aren't, but we've certainly got a, a, a range of snakes here. There are smooth snakes, vipers, um, grass snakes, and then there's Escapillian snake and slow worms and four-line snakes. The four-line snakes, of which we do have some here, are apparently quite rare. So we do have some sleeping in the roof of our of our, one of our outbuildings and seen, seen quite a few of them. I'm not very good on measurement, but they are quite long. Um, and they have, literally do have four lines running the length of their body. There are also some dark green snakes as well, which is a type of smooth snake, I think. And there's also some barred grass snakes that we've seen. So let's leave snakes alone. Let's go on to scorpions. I can't say I'm a lover of scorpions because I have been bitten by one and it was very painful for quite a few weeks afterwards. Oh, there again, they're very, very small. Probably the largest I've seen is about the size of my little finger so they do get quite large although most of them are a lot smaller than that they do mostly live outside and they are very dark brown or black and they will stay out of your way if you stay out of theirs although occasionally you do find them in the house particularly in the bathroom and in the showers so it's important that you do care that one does take care not to tread on them as i say that why when i got bitten i was actually 
gardening, something which is quite unusual for me. But I was actually digging, digging or literally pulling up some plants and one did bite me. But as I said, they do test out of their way and I'm sure they'd rather stay out of ours. Wild boar. Certainly there's lots of wild boar here and they used to be in decline, but they're certainly not in decline here. Apparently, according to um, my friend Carlo, these boar here are not the original type of boar that were seen in this area many years ago, but are actually a Hungarian type of boar. There are a lot. And the large ones, the daddies, if you like, become very large. And my car was battered by one of her the first year I was here. And I was coming back late, late at night and down by the Biferno. Um, a group of boar crossed the road in front of me. There were a lot of them, probably about 20 or so mummies and and babies. And I thought they'd all gone and started to drive off. And Daddy came across the road and bumped into my car. I have to say, I think I did, although I didn't stop, I let him go. He did more harm to my car than I think I did to him, as he did march off, having battered into my car. And... I didn't stop to see what if I'd done him any damage as they can be quite aggressive if you confront them and there were a lot of them. I've seen a lot more since. Just the other day uh, some crossed our path and then we saw uh, some more in one in the fields beside our house. We often have them up here rooting around. Of course they're famous for, for rooting out truffles um, but they will root up anything and so obviously the farmers are not that keen on them. They certainly like to root to, to root, if you'll excuse the pun, around the roots of trees, in particular around here the olive trees and on some around some olive tree just above our house last year there was a huge amount of 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 um of digging up done by a group of a group of bore and they literally torn away the hillside right down to to create a great big bowl around the roots of several trees these were olive trees but obviously they do root around almost anything leaving the bore then badgers occasionally you see a badger here i've seen a few crossing the road unfortunately this is where things many things again seem to meet their death which is common across the world i suppose um, have seen a come badgers trotting down the road usually late at night once again as they are nocturnal uh, let's see boar we've mentioned boar stone martins I haven't seen any of those although there apparently there are some around perhaps not down here in this region hedgehogs very very few although there are some around certainly in some areas Rikia is a little village that actually uses its hedgehog uses a hedgehog rather it's his emblem because Rikia is the Italian word for hedgehog Lizards, there are lots of lizards here, every colour, green ones, brown ones, kind of yellow and brown ones, uh, and they live around, all around our house, and pretty much everywhere in this region of Italy, and really across Italy. They're, they are not usually very long, most of them are, say, about the span of my hand, um, some some are more common than others, but I say they are here, really here in abundance. They're very pretty to watch and quite fascinating little creatures. They scurry away, obviously, if if uh, if you see them. But otherwise, they like to sit sunning themselves, even when there's a tiny glimpse of sunshine. What else shall we talk about? Bats. We have got some bats here, and there are 
several species of bats, but I'm not sure which ones we have. They are quite small, the ones we have here. There's a European free-tailed bat, a lesser and a greater horseshoe bat, and there's also something called a Jeffrey's bat, but I don't know which ones we have. Because we'll already be talking about bats soon as it's coming up to Halloween. But I'm sure the bats around here don't have don't have anything much to do with Halloween. Um, what else? Birds. Birds, unfortunately, are, are uh, very much a target for the hunters. So we don't have as many birds as I wish we did have. But... But there are some, and we we do have a lot of jays, and we have a lot of we we do have some red kites which circle around our house and over the fields in front of us, which is a always a beautiful beautiful to see. And they do have a particular they do have a particular call that they make. Uh, there are also buzzards, um, a lot of magpies, crows, and some tiny other little birds as well. Some dunnocks, starlings, sparrows. Two years ago, I sat in the conservatory on the edge of my house late at night writing, as is my want, listening to a nightingale. And it was, without a doubt, probably one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. She sung, or would it be he, sung night after night for quite a while, and I was absolutely engrossed in listening to him. Unfortunately, must have gone to nest somewhere else, and I'm rather sad about that because last year he wasn't there, didn't come here, or she didn't come here to to sing, so she must have gone somewhere else. Obviously, didn't make her welcome enough. I'm very sad to say. Other than that, unfortunately, we don't have the the the, the bird song um, at night or in the morning that perhaps I would be used to if I lived near woodland in the UK but there are birds as I said we do get the odd robin as well and there are owls although we don't have any near our house so although I do in I do enjoy the occasional bird song it wouldn't it's not the cacophony of sound that you do get in the UK there are other things many other things which make up for that what else have we got we have got about I just discovered about tortoises. I haven't seen any near here and there wouldn't be any up around here. But nearer the coast, there is something called a Herman's tortoise, which is amazes me just to think there are little tortoises trotting around. Sadly, they're killed too by just by the vindictiveness of man or also by they've been killed by wildfires in some pictures that I've, I've found online um, and they are obviously in decline as well but there are still some which is an absolute delight because it's just something about a little tortoise there are also turtles um, by the sea um, here and uh, these are loggerhead turtles and they they do nest in in the undergrowth along along the coast here so there are still some of those around there is something else called a marginated tortoise as well but not a, not in this area so much <clears throat> so so much to say and what about trees we've got loads of loads of different sorts of 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 oak trees um turkey oak that's a lovely name in itself isn't it so we've got turkey oaks and downy oaks and lots of different sorts of oak trees we've got plane trees beech trees pine trees juniper trees olive trees laburnum trees hornbeam trees walnut trees 
and different sorts of fruit trees and there's blackthorn and firethorn there's a tree, a tree called the tree of heaven which i don't think is actually indigenous to italy but there are quite a few of them around there's mountain ash trees there's something called a judas tree and then there's the bushes and there's broom and there's Le- and and blackthorn Ah, so many trees and so much colour around. Now as autumn is, in, is, is advancing on us, the trees are beginning to change colour. Of course, the pine trees won't, but the oak trees are, and they will be a carpet of different coloured leaves at our feet very soon, of which obviously the, the uh, um, animals and the, uh, and, the, and the insects will be able to nest in and make home for the winter. Let's let's look at one more, a couple more things too relating to wildlife, which you hear in Italy are obviously in abundance, and people are a much keener than I would, than they are in the UK to go around foraging and 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 collecting. It's becoming more common in the UK, but certainly here it's it's something which everybody's done for years, and quite frequently in the bottom of the of the of the track just below my house you see people rooting around to find a variety of different greens that they use to cook up for their dinners um something that's greatly treasured is was wild asparagus called spiny asparagus which we do have in the woodland here and people do like to come up and find it although we now started to collect that ourselves as well it is is rather tasty they make a frittata with it like a a, a, la- a large spanish omelette with it and it is very tasty as i said fungi or mushrooms or t- and toadstools are very much in the bus i've just discovered one which has got an amazing name it's actually called black witch's butter or warty jelly fungus how disgusting is that and that it, it grows on rotting wood and it is it is quite it is found um mostly on oak so it would be found in this area although i haven't been to look for it but i will now and as i have to say it does look quite disgusting but how can you not just love the name which is black which is butter or black jelly roll uh it is edible apparently um as many many mushrooms and toadstools are but you do have to be a bit of an expert on those you so you have to know what you're picking so i wouldn't actually go out of my way to go and pick any particular fungus as i don't know what they are so if you do want to go off picking it do make sure that you do have someone around to help you and i would do if i did it here of course truffles here are absolutely well known in this region of italy and very much um treasured I myself absolutely adore truffles. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to to afford the very expensive ones. There are some other um, grasses and flowers with the most amazing names. There's a squirty cucumber, which I've not found out very much about, but I will endeavour to. There's a large Venus-looking glass, and there's ah, oh, there's love in a mist, which is a new flower you see in England too. And as what about a mermaid's wine glass? How beautiful is that? And birds, um, sorry, not birds, bear's ear and quack grass. I mean, all these are such amazing names. And when you hear them, as I can't show you pictures of them in a podcast, do you get a kind of little spring in your heart just at the thought of the names? I mean, a, 
it's just they're just so beautiful love in a mist forget-me-nots naked man orchid what does that build up a picture of and actually if you do look at a picture of that and i will be posting some of these on on my website you you actually can see the like the shape of a naked man in in this flower how incredible is that it's so beautiful, isn't it? Just to think of, of the names, like I said. So so all these things just build up to, to create such an incredible picture of this. Again, the diversity of Molise, for as we do have so many wild creatures here, so many, so much to share, so much to enjoy. And I found a quote here from, from David Atten, from David, the famous David, Sir David Attenborough. And it's very much poignant at the moment. It says, in times of crisis, the natural world is a source of joy and solace. It provides the comfort that nothing else can. And that is what, that, that quote is so meaningful, so amazing. It's so true. And I'll say it once again, in times of crisis, the natural world is a source of joy and solace. It pr- produces the comfort that can come from nothing else. And it, is that something that we all need at the moment? In this particular time with the dreaded COVID-19, which I did promise I wouldn't mention, we, we are getting out more into the world. We are trying to look at just the things on our doorstep, the nature that surrounds us. And it doesn't matter whether you live in the town or in the country. If you're fortunate to be somewhere like, like I am right now in Molise, looking out of my window here at the hills beyond me and, and, the, and the fields in front of my house, to the grapevine that twines itself around the railings just in front of me, to the trees that are changing colour into distance, to the little tiny flowers that are still surviving, the 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 um, cyclamen, the wild cyclamen on uh, in the in the in the woods at the moment, which are so abundant, little purple flowers and tiny speckled green green leaves. Now, too, looking up above me, I can see not the brilliant blue Molise sky I love, but today it's smattered with clouds. Not a lot of clouds, just a few, that give it, giving it a depth, perhaps. And these clouds can stretch right over in the distance and then are sitting above the mountains, the mountains that are to my right. So once again, you're sharing Molise with me, you're sharing the diversity. Looking over today, I can see too the villages of Casa Calenda and Morone del Sano over in the distance on the other side of the valley from me. Down in the valley from me is a Biferno river of which, uh, which stretches the whole length of Molise and the Sangro River too. All these are places which I'm going to, which I'm writing about, places I'm telling you. But today I've shared a little bit of nature with you and just shared with you a little bit of life here from Melisa. And there is so much. Uh, and, and as just to finish then now, as, as to having quoted you, Sir Richard Attenborough, I'm quoting you now, Albert Einstein. Joy in looking and comprehending is nature's most beautiful gift. Once again, joy in looking and comprehending is nature's most beautiful gift. Thank you everybody for joining me and I do hope you'll all join me again soon. Thank you.